Hello and welcome to episode 210 of Checkpoint Chat. My name is Alessandro Barbosa. I'm joined, as always, by a hydrating Matthew Figueroa. <laughs> get, get, let me just mm. Mm. get that hydration in. station. <laughs> Look at that. Look at uh, that. Is that, not, that a three liter bad boy? Not, What's not, going on no, there? No, this is just a one liter. That's the casual. Oh, okay. One okay. So you need to drink three of those. Not, yeah, but not, not me uh, hydrating after an end of your party yesterday. Um, mm, 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 mm. wonder why. Mm. Thirsty. <laughs> do you do you find so? I like those little sippy bottles, right? But I've always found that it takes one to two months for that straw to develop a funk, like a taste. Well, this bottle is brand new, so okay. Well, there we go. So I guess we'll see. I, would, I've never I don't know. Had a I think it's before. like the the plastic straw, like over time, you know, mm. like because like. You wash it and whatever, but bacteria gets in places. Like, and then, and then the water just tastes strange. And I was like, I just, I, 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 I just like get the taste of uh, bacteria water. So, cool. you like that backwash? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. I've, I've come to my own throat. It's cool. <laughs> do you, do you have like a sort of, um, like, do you try and keep track of how many liters of water you drink a day? No, not explicitly, but I mean, I know. Like, so for example, at, if I'm at the office, we just have glasses and I'll try to drink a couple a day. Okay. I don't go, okay. oh, that's like my fourth or fifth one. The, these okay. bottles, yeah, like I know they're elite each. I should have two minimum. Yeah, at probably. least. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'll like drink. Especially with drink, running. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll drink most of it, top it up, put it in the fridge, go grab it later. And I don't know. I don't really keep count though. It's actually quite interesting. The thing I learned about like water consumption is like if you're working out, you should add, I think it's 500 mils per half an hour of exercise that you, so if you normally have, <laughs> if you're normally meant to have two liters of water a day, um, without any exercise, I should be like drinking if you a lot go more for water. an hour run, you should be drinking a, a liter more. Yeah. Oh my God. This explains why I'm so thirsty on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> Do After those, your run, you do just those like long uh, runs. My body's like, please, <laughs> please, some water. Please, uh, this is the desert. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, no, I, I I struggle because like I'm I'm on medication now where steroids, I have yes. to keep hide. Yes, mm. definitely. Yeah, mm. uh, that's actually what's what it is. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, I need to water. keep. Mm. I need I need to keep way more hydrated because I need to keep filtering out my uh, kidneys, liver, kidney, one of the two. Yeah. So like. I'm advised to drink like three liters a day. And let me tell you, that is a challenge. That is, I've got a bottle at work that is 1.5 liters. I finish it once and I'm like, that's so much water. <laughs> we have, and I've got to do it again. We have a colleague who has one of those ludicrously big bottles. like a, One of those ones that look like a dumbbell. I, I think, no, no, no. It's just, it's huge. It's like this, but I think it's a three liter. It's, it's humongous. Oh okay. But it's funny because, unit. okay, sorry, audio listeners, you know, you're not going to see this, but Hers has like times. So it'll be like 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m. Oh, mine does which, that too, yeah. Yeah, which is, it's quite clever. So, you know, I mean, she's got one bottle though. So it's like, okay, cool. I have to finish this. And we always, <laughs> we always laugh like that is a, an absolute unit of a water bottle. Um, except now she, it's, it's funny because she's kind of like a hashtag water bottle influencer now because so many people what? on our team have gone and have, have since bought bottles like, yeah, we should drink water too. We're going to get our good, own bottles. Good, yes. <laughs> Stay hydrated. Being they hydrated have, they is good. They don't have good. the three liters, but it is funny that everyone's like rocking these like 
typo one liter bottles like <laughs> sipping their water at the office and everyone's one, walking around and there's one colleague's weapons, like man like... i wish i got commission from all of this <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's too good listen staying hydrated is very important but it, it's mm. actually weird like you start doing it for a while and you start realizing like small little changes like oh your skin feels better and um you're not dying great <laughs> Yeah, I mean, two of the most important fundamentals of but it's, living. It's also a funny thing if if you don't if you don't religiously drink water, you can get by. You're like whatever, you don't really notice it. If you drink mm. water religiously and then you stop drinking water, oh my you god, notice. your body's like, oh my god, so quickly. <laughs> yeah, you you just you just don't feel good. You no. you get headaches. You yeah, it's your body's like, oh yeah, hydration. Now mm. you can never stop. It's so yeah. important. So here we go. Mm-hmm. When you have alcohol, just remember, and coffee, your body. Gets, so we had our year in like a week or two ago. Uh, yeah, it was on the 30th of November. And I like for every two drinks I had, I had like a bottle of water. And I was like. But perfect. then you'll be absolutely fine. And I needed to because ours was throughout the whole day. People started drinking at like 9 a.m. No, that's like, too And early. I was like, oh, this is this is dangerous. I need to keep hydrated because if I carry on until 5 p.m., I'm going to be fucking You'll dead. You'll die. Yeah, we like... started at 12 and we finished at like... That's still early. Seven, yeah. Eight. yeah, it is early. You think like... if you it's if sustained. On a, on a typical yeah. evening, if you go out, it's like, let's call it 8 p.m. You'll be done at yeah. 2, 2 a.m. So that's a good six sure. hours. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm if just saying young. like, if you're young and you're a spring chicken... But if you start at 12, going to 8, that's 8 hours. It's yeah, 2 it's hours long. longer than your typical night out. It's like, damn. It, and, and on top of it, a lot of that time is spent during the day when it's a lot warmer. Mm. Where, you know, at night, it's night. It's usually yeah. a lot cooler. So you're, you're dehydrating at a much faster rate. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's hectic. Got to be dangerous. If you're going to day drink, hydrate. Even if you <laughs> want to keep that buzz going, just keep keep just drinking that water. water yeah, in between every every. The next drinks. thing you know, you're dehydrated and you're wasted, and then you're in big trouble. <laughs> and then you pee a like, lot. It's the best. <laughs> and then your body's just like. Eh, That's probably probably the one thing I dislike the most, like with drinking, just going to the bathroom all. Yeah, the as, time. as soon as, as soon as you go Non-stop. the first time, it's done. It just, yeah, yeah, game over. Worst. Every drink you're going to be visiting that bathroom. I mean, I just Horrible. I just skip that the the act of walking, then I just drink and stand at the bathroom, I just go straight through me. <laughs> I'm joking. You just actually don't move. You just keep. I'm you just get there, the, like the, the waiter to deliver beers to you. There, bring me, just... yeah, bring me a beer to my stall. Where the hell did figure? Oh, he's in the bathroom. He's been there for two hours. He's he hasn't stopped. He's taking his thing. Yeah. it's cool. Oh my goodness. Sure. Please never do that. No. Never get to that point. We are not never. endorsing that sort of no. drinking. <laughs> never. Not endorsing drinking of any kind. I actually no. do not like we drinking. We do endorse much, so. drinking water though. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Drinking natural H2O from the ground. Actually, just go dig a hole in your garden right now and go oh my absorb God. The, the earth's <laughs> juice. <laughs> the earth's juice just lie there just snow angel and just soak yeah, up snow all angel and the earth's juice <laughs> that's how we snow angel in africa we don't have snow <laughs> just just in the just, mud we're just snow angel in the mud <laughs> worst and we make little structures in the mud and then when the sun bakes them then they stay there forever and they're mm. our new friends true fact yeah, that's that's Actual how it is fact. this is why we this is why we kept we are constantly left off of those release calendars because yeah. they know we don't play video games. <laughs> we play with mud. We do. I mean, what more do you need? Video yeah, games for exactly. 
Well, fucking that, make Nathan Drake welcome, out of mud. What, why do I need welcome a PS5? to our game of the year discussion? Spoiler: My number one's mud. What about you? Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite console of the year. Mud, <laughs> the mud station oh. five. It's really good. I guess. Uh, I guess that's a good pivot. Uh, check one chat. We're talking about video games of the year. Hot damn. Right damn. It's been when I started looking at the list this morning of games I played. I realized that I had played a lot of games that I don't really think are game of the year material in my view. So my list was actually quite hard to compile as opposed to last year where I had to like cut things that I thought were mm. really strong contenders. Um, I, mean, I think you had the opposite problem. I've got, I've got some games that I would, I would put on my game of the year, but there can only be one. One. And there can only well, be five two. in the shortlist. <laughs> yeah. Two game of the years. <laughs> I Each mean, one. Last, last year, we, we actually agreed on the game of the year. Did we? Mm-hmm. What was it? It was Chicory. What a time. Oh, uh, that is mm, true. Mm, yeah. Mm. We both agreed on that. That's a good true. game. Good game. I don't think we're agreeing this year, though. <sighs> um, I actually almost know we're not agreeing this year, but we shall see. So if you haven't watched one of these before, <laughs> Matt, Matthew and I, so we don't do like a checkpoint chat game of the year. We do a individual lists and then we chat about some honorable mentions. Mm. And then we each have our top five, which we will go through in alternating fashion. And then. Yep. When we get to one, we just have our own game of the year. Because mm-hmm. we're two different people, two different opinions on video games. Mm-hmm. Who cares about fighting over a single one? I don't. We just love video also, games. Also, I'd win. So, you know. <laughs> Damn. Um, well, so, yeah, let's let's get honorable mentions out of the way real quick. Because I think those are the, the easiest and quickest. Not going to spend too much time on them. Do you want to? Kick us off with your list of honorable mentions. Okay, let me just uh, timestamp this. I actually have a few, but okay, okay, I will fly through them. So obviously, honorable mentions, just good games, but didn't didn't make the cut for the top five. So very quickly, Marvel Snap. Um, that's in your honorable mentions. That, oh, wow. Honorable mentions, Marvel Snap. Oh, good, wow. good Marvel game. Uh, a super mm, addictive came out a couple months ago. Can't stop playing. Still God, absolutely it, hooked. It was like it was like a month and a bit ago, and yeah, I'm still playing it fairly regularly. Playing it well. religiously. Well, every day actually. Yeah. yeah. Got to get those days. New seasons done. just out. Yeah, <laughs> it's real good. It's real, real good. Yeah. Uh, still love my Killmonger. Oh, hate that card. Love using what a card. it. Hated. Love it. Uh, yeah. Honorable mention number two: Vampire Survivors. Um, mm. So, for those of you who don't know, Vampire Survivors is quote unquote jokingly the actual game of the year because it is really good um i don't even know how to describe it it's a bullet hell rogue light something that's just super easy to learn yeah uh it's, it's just, like almost borderline an idle game it, it's yeah. yeah and it's just it's hopelessly addictive i mean if if you don't know the news they announced vampire survivors is now free on mobile at the game awards does it recently. link with your steam account no so which, which is a pity yeah if there's cross progression i'd be pleased as punch but you best believe i played way too long in bed last night <laughs> the, the <laughs> like soundtrack's real good it's i so do good. like it yeah, it's pretty good uh honorable mention number three xenoblade chronicles three so i actually haven't okay. finished this game um but i've put in a good 80 or so hours i've been distracted okay. by yeah. It's definitely not enough to know if you like the game. <laughs> I mean, no, no, I, I like the game. I can confirm I like the game. It's just not in my top five. But as JRPGs go, like, I can't floor it. It's really mm. good. 
It's on the Switch. It looks great. The soundtrack's great. Yeah. It's just fun. So. Constantly surprised at how good that game looks on Switch. And then people are like, hey, the Switch has a problem and that's why Pokemon looks like shit. Look, no, it doesn't. Z- Xenoblade has a thing where it definitely took me a while to get used to because it, it looks like the resolution's low. Like the mm. image isn't crisp, but man, those vistas are still real pretty. Yeah, it um, looks fucking fantastic. Good, a good art direction as well, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sticking on the Switch, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Man, <gasps> this game did not you did expect the pink it to be. Boy dirty. Jesus, <laughs> not in your top five. God damn. Oh, whatever, man. You, you don't know what's in my top five. I haven't five. even played it yet. So. <laughs> um, yeah, but what can I say? This game surprised me. It, it's honestly up there with, I'd say, Super Mario Odyssey on. Oh, wow. It just, I mean, okay, look, it's not as good as Super Mario Odyssey, I don't think, but mm-hmm. it is up there in, it's easily the best Kirby game, I'd say. It's just okay. real platforming fun. Um, New era for Kirby, because I think this is Kirby's first 3D game, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, much like, to my surprise. Like, I had no yeah, idea. Most this of is, them have been 2D, South yeah. things. Yeah. So, there's that. Uh, Can't wait for one. Kirby's Forgotten Land Part 2. I mean, I would play the sequel, hands down. The Last uh, of Us Part 2. <laughs> the Last of Kirby Part 2. Uh, honorable mention number five, Stray. Stray okay. is a really good game that I feel got way more love than it deserved at the Game Awards. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, look, I, I love Stray. It's a really good game, but it's not Game of the Immaterial for me. Like, I acknowledge yeah. that the fact that a small team pulled it off and it's got such a cool art direction and a unique tale, like, I, I do love it, but it's not top five material for me. I agree. And then yeah. my last honorable mention, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, I enjoyed Horizon. I thought it ticked all the right bo- I mean, it ticked all the right boxes as a sequel, but it is maybe too safe. Um yeah, as a sequel. Very very much samey. It is like it's Horizon, but it's got more areas and more monsters. And that's cool, but it didn't really push the needle for me. It is a sequel um, that exists that blocks its ears and screams when you mention that Breath of the Wild came out. It's like, no, no, that never happened. No. Uh, and then Elden Ring came out. Hate to see it. Oh, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Fucking wrecked twice just by the same sort of formula. Yo, whoever chooses yeah. those release dates is going to have PTSD like what? Yeah. Horizon oh, 3, bad. what's go- coming out in that month? Cool. But that is, those are my six honorable mentions. Cool. Well, Horizon isn't even on my honorable mention. I know. You, I think not I've a, said not a enough fan. that I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of that game. Um, I think I've soured on that game more and more after I've played it. Like, I enjoyed my time with it. I had yeah. it perfectly, except but it is just a bad sequel, I think. It's whatever. Anyway. Sure. Um, Them's fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> honorable mentions. Um, I've also got Stray here for nice. pretty much the same reasons. I like that game. I gave the game a 9 out of 10. If I could go back, would I change it? Probably not. I think it's still a very unique game. And I think it hits some really interesting notes and makes you feel it doesn't it doesn't like rest on the cutesy idea of playing as a cat. It actually makes playing as a cat feel very mechanically interesting. Yeah. Um, I thought. So I liked it a lot. It's just not yeah, I would never choose it as a game of the year. I just don't no. think it's of that caliber. Um no. Uh, other ones, so a lot of mine are games that I played, but I haven't played enough of to decide whether they like game of the year, but I think they're really fun and I want to f- continue playing them. So Cult of the Lamb, 
nice. I played quite a bit of. Um, and then obviously reviews started coming in thick and fast and then it just had to like stop. Um, so now that I've got a Steam Deck, I really want to load it back up on that and just play oh, a lot of that. I really great like home it. for us. Yeah, it's yeah, I, I like the mix of roguelike and like um like management mm. sort of thing, like Animal Crossing management style gameplay. Yeah. Um and I think it looks really good and I've listened to that soundtrack endlessly that this year it is so fucking uh, actually good, haven't listened to it. it's really really good uh mm. done by someone named Riverboy. it's phenomenal <laughs> don't know <laughs> their, like their first first soundtrack ever river boy period damn. and they nailed it nailed that's it. cool um neon white so this is nice. done by ben esposito who did donut county i played a bunch of this again had to stop but i really want to get back to this and start like hunting down uh level times because it's a sort of speed it's a game built on the idea of speed running mm. um so it's about getting faster and faster and faster on every sort of level um and it's got an anime as fuck story behind it so yeah i'm, I'm, nice. I'm there for you that did. so i really want to play more of that uh that's definitely not a steam deck game i need a mouse for that shit you know, so. <laughs> um signalis which i actually only started playing earlier this week um a lot of people been talking about how this is a really cool interpretation of ideas from old Resident Evil and Silent Hill games, specifically mm-hmm. their PS1 iterations. 100% is. It's got this like top-down, very low-poly look to it, but it's like reminiscent of PS1 games, but this game could never run on a PS1 because mm-hmm. it's detailed in all the right ways. Yeah, But it is eerie and spooky in the best sort of ways. It's got really good puzzles and a very strange story. I'm really liking it. Um, nice. I, got I really wish list. I had more than six inventory spaces, though. Holy shit. It is a <laughs> fucking nightmare. Classic Resident Evil. Yeah. Hate it. Yeah. So it's good. It, it's got the thing where you walk into a room and enemies are lying on the floor and you get near them and they just scream and I they know. get up. And you're just like, <laughs> why? <laughs> why did you have to give me a heart attack like that? I hate to see um, it. It's very good. I, I do enjoy it. It's on Game Pass. People should play it. Mm-hmm. I think you especially have said yeah, would, would check really it out. enjoy it. Um, and then the final one, which is an honorable mention because it isn't a game that came out this year, but I f- oh, no. actually played it this year and I fucking loved it. Uh, Metro Dread. What a game. Holy shit. Like, I've tried to get into this game twice and I think I just tried at the wrong times because I couldn't commit like a lot of attention to it. But then load shedding started and I was like, mm-hmm. I can play this one to two hours a day in bed. How and nice. Holy shit, what a game. I think some of the bosses are unfair um mm. sometimes you you when you get thrown into a room and it's locked and there's two boss enemies at one i was just like i do not like this um <laughs> it's gotta, really hard it feels good, really man. good when you get mm. when you get past them it feels great um but just the sense of exploration in that game like top tier design some of yeah, the best it's, it's i've really ever really fantastic level design that was my yeah. number five last year i do I remember you mm. had it there yeah it's it's a great game and i think if you're looking for a good Switch game, if like Switch felt like it underdelivered for you this year, just pick up Metroid Dread. Yeah. It's fucking phenomenal. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's honorable. Me- yeah, it looks so. I think it looks really good on yours, especially because of the OLED. Yeah, I, I, either way, it looks really good and mm. it runs super well. So yeah. yeah, I'm. I've never played a Metroid, uh, like start to finish, and I'm super into that. I want to play more Metroid games. Nice. So, yeah. Well, I'm sure it'll get a sequel. So, mm. no. Will it? Though? I don't know. I think it did quite well. 
Did well for a Metroid. That's not really <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's better than nothing, right? <laughs> Maybe know. one day we'll get this fucking Metroid Prime remasters like everyone says keep, will oh keep coming God. out. One it's been day. Like two years. One day. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Man, one day Metroid Prime 4 will come out. Who knows? Sure. Um, what a time to be alive. That's, that's honorable mentions. Do you want to kick us off with your number five? Okay, I need to... Okay, I'll do this later. Let me just timestamp because <laughs> this saves me. This Live saves me production. admin headaches later. But I can tell you that my number five, in a strange twist, maybe maybe not, is none other than Fortnite. Um, ah, it's, it's cannot believe it. I can't believe Fortnite made my list. And like I say that unironically because I like I like Fortnite. I played a bunch of it a year or two ago. Um, I did a, I did one or two battle passes, etc., etc., and I had my fills. Like, cool. Like, I know I appreciate Fortnite for what it is. It's cool, but like, I'm not really gonna go back to it. And then the little thing called No Build Mode came out this year, Oof. and Game I changer. think since I've dipped my little little pinky toe in Fortnite, <laughs> I just haven't stopped playing. Um, yeah. Like, I go through phases where I'll I'll play like lots of hours in a week or i'll just miss a week or two and just still dip in like for an hour or two it's just really good um and then with the recent upgrade to unreal engine 5.1 engine 5, yeah it honest to god looks like a fortnite sequel like if you put the new fortnite against the old fortnite now side mm. by side you'll go oh, it's nuts and day yeah like, and not once that i think fortnite looked ugly even like damn yeah this, this upgrade is that significant and I've I've just been saying to people that I chat to that, like, sorry for the comparison, but it feels like this is what Overwatch 2 should have done. They should have just gone, mm-hmm. cool, we're going to do like a, you know, a visual overhaul, do some new things, but it's still just going to be Overwatch. And that's that. Yeah, yeah. But they launched Overwatch 2 and it was in a mess and, you know, et cetera. Fortnite I mean, just, Epic could have labeled this as Fortnite they, they 2. They could have called it, it Fortnite 2. Honestly, yeah. I would not have been sure. I would have been, yeah, this looks like Fortnite 2. They just called it Fortnite 1. They just 1. put it out with a, without much fanfare. They were just like, oh, yeah, we've yes, updated the visuals. Yes, like, the upgrade. What? And then you launch in, you're yeah. like, damn, look at all these lumens. <laughs> this, yeah, it's... Whatever the system's called. <laughs> and it works And it works on consoles, too. It's like, still, I was watching Digital Foundry break down how it's like, yeah, this shit it just still runs on, on Switch. Yeah. yeah, like I've I've yeah. played a couple of games on Switch and obviously it doesn't look as good, but it's still it works on new gen and old gen and they've obviously laid the foundation that Fortnite's still gonna be around for the next few years, like at least yeah. on this engine or whatever. It's it's so good. Like I can't recommend it enough. It's free to play, very easy to learn. I mean Lenska's like big in on yeah, Fortnite. Lenska's now. Hooked She's as loving well, yeah. it, yeah. No build for the win. Are you are you gonna buy uh, the Geralt skin? No, well, Geralt will be a, a mid-season quest line. He might be free if you do all the quests. I don't know if you need the battle oh, pass hell for yeah. that. I'm 100% going to do that. I want to give Geralt a gun. <laughs> Fucking killing that griffin in, <laughs> in one orchard would have been way easier <laughs> when if I had an AK-47. I'd tell oh you that God. much. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Well, that's my number five. What is nice. your number five? Uh, mine is going to be Hyper Demon. So this is Yo. that weird ass shooter that came from I forgot the dude's name now. Uh, or something. Uh, is the developer of um Devil Daggers uh, nice. a couple of years ago, and Hyper Demon kind of follows the same sort of thing of 
you are put into a room and enemies spawn and you need to kill them and it's a score attack game. Uh, but this okay. one's not not necessarily just about surviving as long as you can. It is about surviving as long as you can and killing enemies as fast as you can because they add to your timer. So the yeah. higher your timer is, the better your score. And there's so many like hidden mechanics and ways to like approach um, approach like enemies that you only learn through like playing a lot and looking at other people's replays, which is quite. Mm nice that it's all housed within the game like i can watch the number one time in the world and be like well i can never pull that off but mm. i see he did something that i didn't know was possible yeah um so let me try that the next time i play so it's got this really good <laughs> property of like play for a minute or two die try again go mm. again go again and before you know it you've played for like five hours so i know <laughs> it's fucking great it's it's a the good kids, game kids it's haven't a, been fed they're crying they're like please yeah. <laughs> the baby's burning next to you like oh, in no. that sims image yeah um it's it's really good it's it's not for everyone um and i don't think you know devil daggers had its audience and it sold very well but it's not the sort of shooter it's a very thinking shooter um you're not just there to like left click and move around mm. so that will only get you so far put it that way so yeah i really liked it i thought it felt very innovative um and probably one of the best shooters i played all year so yeah nice hyper demon real good played on Hot, pc hyper demon well, yeah you need that good keyboard and mouse to land all those oh sick, gee i cannot imagine playing shots. the game with a with oh, the controller it's just not possible <laughs> you'll cry yeah cool man number four do you have any idea what it is no um so i'm thinking you'll probably know what my top three are but number four i think might be a bit left field for you number four i'm trying to think of all the things you like streamed and played this year <laughs> um no nah, i actually don't know well, if you were gonna say uh monster sunbreak you'd be right oh uh, <laughs> how the fuck did i forget that I, I mean, forgot I, that came I, out this I year. forgot about that too. To look at Melissa's like, yeah, I put a lot of time into that game. Yeah, I remember really you good. like cramming hundreds of hours very quickly into that game. Yeah. Can I say? So Monster, for context, Monster Hunter Rise came out on Switch beginning of last year, came yes. to PC beginning of this year, but then the expansion mm -hmm. launched um, June-ish. And yeah. just before the expansion launched, I rebought Monster Hunter Rise and I played through it again um, because I wanted to play that expansion. There's no cross because progression. Because Capcom <laughs> cannot do cross progression no cross for some progression. fucking bizarre reason. But I picked yeah. up Monster Hunter and I thought, damn, yeah, I still really like this game. And that expansion was just so good. It just, it just took the game that existed, added more monsters, uh, mm. one or two new locations, and that that gameplay loop. It's just so good. Like I, I can't believe I've stepped on Monster Hunter as long as I have. Um, yeah. Like, and what blows my mind is that Monster Hunter Rise is, you know, it's it's a Switch game. It's the quote unquote the B team game. Yeah. For, for yeah. the franchise. So you best believe that whatever the next iteration is, I'm all in. <laughs> I want to see what a the the next mainline one will be yeah. super interesting. Yeah, because they have to follow up world essentially. Yeah, and I, I I'm curious to know if they'll have wire bugs or not because I can't imagine not being able to. Zip Can around. you imagine not having? Yeah, because like I I played world, I didn't really click with world, but when I played Rise, like that wire bug is a big mm. reason why I really enjoyed just like the mobility it offers and the sort of options it gives you in, in combat as well. Mm. Just such a good mechanic. Yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's a, that franchise is really special. Like I get it. 
not for everyone or it might seem mm. too overwhelming to wrap your head around. But it is a you, bit impenetrable, I think. It, yeah. it is, but when you do, it, it just hits. It's it's very addictive and it's just good fun. Yeah. So yeah, Sunbreak is my number four because it just was so good. <laughs> Are you going to play it again on console when it, no. when it comes out on console? <laughs> Three times on Game Pass. <laughs> just, just play through Rise I, again I did on Game consider Pass. it. I'm like, hmm, but I mean, I've, I've played it on PC, so what's the difference? Yeah, fair what enough. You can you difference? can just buy it on PS5 if you want. You know? Oh my God, get that platinum. Can you imagine? 4K resolution. <sighs> Let's go. Oh, shit. Oh, what? get a platinum. Yeah, there's a trophy associated with it now. Oh, no. you. You're oh, in dire straits. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> what is your number four? Uh, let me look. Oh, so my number four is God of War Ragnarok. <gasps> um, yeah, it, listen, God of War Ragnarok is a good game. I think mm. it is a very well-crafted, very <clears throat> meticulously put-together thing uh, that costs a lot of money. Um, and you can tell, and it is a very fun experience to play through. I do not think it hit the same notes with me personally that the first one did. And that could be due to a lot of things. Just could be down to like 2018's one feeling way more fresh and this one mm. feeling a lot like 2018. So it's a lot more familiar. Yeah. Um, the story of 2018 being a bit more, I think, in scope, a bit smaller. And so mm. it didn't feel so like Avengers like you know like everything is dying and yeah. every little character's got to be touched on and every little thing yeah. so I think I think to me those are the things I've thought about and why maybe it didn't hit in the same way but at the same time I still think I still think it's a really fun game I enjoyed playing through it I think it could have been <coughs> a bit shorter it could have been edited a bit better to feel a bit more cohesive because that middle part just feels like nothing is happening there are um, slow parts yeah on the game. yeah very slow parts um but I really like a lot of the characters. I think where it, I'm still like, like of two minds of where it leaves, like ends, because this mm. is meant to be the end of, like if you, if, if I didn't know that this was meant to be the end of the Norse saga of mm. this game, I would think there would be a third one, put it that mm. way, which I think is why it makes it feel strange because I know it's meant to be an end, but it doesn't feel like a definitive yeah, end. I don't know. I get it. Yeah. Um, so yeah but the game mechanics are so refined compared to the previous entry and i think that's why i really liked it the combat feels tighter the exploration feels a lot better i like that they don't take away all your weapons at the start again and make mm. you re-earn them they just add on to them yeah um and the sort of new weapons that you get are really really fun to use mm. um and I think the puzzles are really interesting. And there's singular moments in the story that I think are very powerful. I don't think yeah. the whole hits, but there are moments I can think of, like pick out that are just really, really, really good. Yeah. Um. So <coughs> yeah, it's a, it's a it's a great game. I'm. It's not the best game I played this year. It frustrated me in some parts, but it's a really good sequel. And I think Sony Santa Monica did a really good job. Um, well, I'm curious to see what they do next. Do they do another God of War? Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, we won't spoil it, but they'll do something yeah. next. <laughs> they'll do something next. We won't know for, I think, a good three years, good, but they'll yeah. do something next, yeah. Well, you might be surprised to know that my number three is also God of... Well, yours mm. is number four. Number three for me is God of War Ragnarok. Um, just to bounce off what you said, I completely agree with you. Well, I think what I said to you from the get-go is that 
if you look at God of War objectively, like mm. I don't think it does anything wrong really. Like you you can agree, disagree with where the story goes, but from a gameplay point of view, visually, just overall, oh, it's yeah. clearly a very well made game. Like yes. Sony Santa Monica clearly put together a premium package which is just just ticks all the right boxes um but i I think i agree with you in that 2018 probably feels still more special to me um Mm. because it was it was a reboot like it just took kratos to a whole new well realm figuratively and literally like it it was just a completely different experience of like oh damn like i can't believe they've taken this character and you know Kept, they didn't go we're rebooting it here's like another version of kratos they went no it's the same dude here's like yeah. a almost more like a more grounded game where it's just him and atreus and a few other side characters and then along comes god of war ragnarok and it is it's this huge i mean you you probably use the right term it's like the avengers moment of <laughs> there's everyone in this game yeah. they bring a whole a whole Very lot more quickly. yeah a lot, lot more characters into the fold and like I get it. I enjoyed it. But I think why I appreciate this game the most is what you said, those singular moments. I'm the same mm-hmm. where this game hit me like maybe in, I'm going to thumbs like say five specific story beats or just exchanges where I was like, damn, like what a yeah. fantastic game. Um, so I can't, I can't float on that, um, you know, as, as an overall package, but maybe I'm with you in that. I don't know where the franchise goes now. Mm. Um, like the more I've thought about the ending, the more I've appreciated it. But I know when I finished it, I was like, "This feels yeah weird." Like it just yeah, felt it a felt bit strange. sudden, a bit rushed. Mm. I wasn't quite sure where they take things. And like thinking about it, and I'm like, "Okay, cool." Like I, I can see why they've done this. Um, but yeah, it's my number three. Really, really good Again, game. I, I think it's because we had the thing in the back of our head, like this is the end of the story mm. and you're waiting, 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 waiting for something to happen that signifies, oh, this is the, end. Mm. it just doesn't happen. Like, yeah. you're just like, oh, wait, that's it? Like, mm. that, that, that's like, exactly I have a lot it's... of questions still. No, like, I, I, you think, know... I think you hit the nail on the head. When it was done, I was like, oh, look, yeah, that's, that's I didn't, the end it, of the game. It was very okay. surprising to me that that was the end. Like, yeah. I was, yeah, it was strange. Um, despite the fact that 30 seconds prior to it being like, oh, here's credits, it had a really one again one of the singular like really good moments mm. but then it just yeah anyway it is weird um that's part of why i'm super curious to see what happens after this like where do they do they walk back because they all they, they, they always could they could be like now nah, we're gonna make another one in the norse mythology mm. like i could see that happening honestly yeah so we'll see we'll see well, um, no, I think we oh, know how the, how the cookie crumbles. I know, I know it. Oh, wait, I don't know what your number three is. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is going to be a surprise, I think, to you. Mm-hmm. Do you have any guesses? No, I actually don't. I thought we were on your number two. <laughs> and I was like, I know what your top two are. I don't know what your oh, number yeah, three no. is. Oh, yeah, no. The top two, I think, for us are identical, just inverted. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know. Pretty I sure. I know what shenanigans you're going to pull here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three is probably, listen, I'm going to say this is probably down to recency bias, but I don't give a shit. Uh, Marvel Snap. This game fucking rules. <gasps> Yo, the, this Marvel game Snap. has taken over my life in a way that I did not think a card game ever would because, yeah. listen, I played Hearthstone. I never got into Hearthstone, you know what I mean? Mm. I just played it. I never really like sought out additional things to read about it or like, you know, really thought about how I was constructing things or whatever. 
Yeah. Marvel Snap is a game I think I've played every day for the past, well, since it's come out. Me too. I don't think I've missed a day. Kind of not missed it. Mm. And I've, you know, I've spoken about it to people at work and now they're playing it. It's so not every day <laughs> we're talking about like, and uh, the guy sitting next to it at work is like super into this. He's, okay, he's, he's very big into card games. He's like, well, he is the, the best Pokemon card game player in I South Africa. <laughs> so he's super into card games. Um, and he's like on rank, he finished last season on rank 80. So he's constantly Ooh. talking to me about like Teach me and what he's, what he's doing <laughs> and how he's thinking about things. And it's, it's super interesting to just chat to other people about this game because there's so much depth to a game that takes three minutes per match. And, and I know, think that's the beauty of you it. You know, it's funny is that I have the exact same sort of scenario where I was playing Marvel Snap in my office. Before stand-ups, when we walked to get coffee, I was just on my phone. People were like, oh my God, like you just hooked on this Marvel Snap game. Yeah, what is now this Now I've nonsense? got me and three other colleagues hooked on Marvel Snap. It's the best. Please <laughs> tell me John Michael is one of them. No, he, I can he, see him. But he no. refuses. He's like, I won't. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> but it's funny because uh, like I, I had my one colleague slash friend Brad pick it up. Then another lady oh, yes. named Lara. Then Noel's picked it up, and we were all like, "Yes, even Noel and Tracy have picked it up." Yeah, yeah. Like, I told it's you a, guys, it's, it's a, good. It's a fucking great game. Listen, yeah. it's. I think what it is is it's so, it's so approachable yeah. for people who don't even want to get into the nitty gritty of card games. It's like you can still have tons of fun ex- with this. game. Exactly. I yeah, mean, I, another good example is went to a family gathering a few weeks ago, chatting to my brother, pulls out his phone, is like. Look what I'm playing, Marvel Snap. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, you started like collection level, whatever it was at the time, a few hundred. Like, damn, you've put a lot of time into this game as well. Like, let's, let's yeah. swap notes on decks. Like, yeah. It's, it's nah, a really it's great. good game. I, mm. I have some issues with some of the progression the higher and higher you go. Mm. Like, it seems the pool I'm about to break into, which is pool three or four, that progression gets super stupid mm. um, because you're not assured like a mystery card every few tiers. It's yeah. like you'll random, get some credits or some which gold. Is a bit, or, yeah. But other than that, I think the implementation of microtransactions is really smart. It's like yeah. all mostly cosmetic and battle pass stuff, and I, it doesn't feel predatory. No. But at the same time, the game is so captivating that I kind of want to spend money on it because mm. I'm having such a good time on it. You know, where I can look at the battle pass and be like. 160 rand for the battle pass i'm playing this game for fucking hours every day like why not you know what i mean i have no issue with 160 rand but i do think that the battle pass lasts too short it's like every like a month and a half it's like no it's like not even it's like four or five weeks and then it's over so just look i could i mean it's not a huge price to ask given that i'm playing it all the time but 160 rand a month i'm like i can pay Mm. 130 rand and play Fortnite for three months you know what I no, mean? that's fair like criticism. Yeah, fair criticism. But yeah. that said, I don't have to, and I'm still. You don't have to so buy the battle pass. Yeah, game. it's the yeah. thing. There's usually usually on the battle pass, there's only one card. The rest are alternate, um, mm. alternate skins, um, and that card usually you can get through normal play anyway once yeah. the season is over. Exactly. So it's like it's not the the thing I don't like are some of the bundles that they have in the store. Like the current one they have is like two cards and two profile pictures for six hundred rand. I think that's Oof. ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> that's just like what are that you doing? is ludicrous. Um, Good lord. Yeah, so I'm I I don't understand that. But irrespective, I think the game is really fun. I think the the design of the three lane system and then the locations that are all randomized keeps matches really interesting because there is no one deck fits all. Mm. There are decks that are. Move decks, destruction decks, zoo decks, 
yeah. and those all have pros and cons and it sometimes comes down to the locations you handed and how you play around them yeah you know so it's not like oh if you play a move deck you're gonna win every fucking game you play no. that's like not a thing that happens in this game and i think yeah. i think that's where it avoids the pitfalls of hearthstone um where hearthstone was very much like this is the optimal deck and this is how you play this deck mm. and these are classes and this class is now the strongest in the meta yeah. you know what i mean it's, um, it's a good I think, um, it, yeah it's, it's a good balance sorry of like mm. you can obviously build your deck but there's enough randomness to make it yeah fair. to make it still fun yeah, yeah. and i think that's uh, the designer of hearts and brad, uh, uh, brad ben brode ben yeah, brode he, yeah he's working on marvel snap and yeah, the moment so I'm not I learned surprised. that, I was like, yeah, yeah, I can see. <laughs> I can see this yeah, man's I'm, hand I'm not surprised game. that he's, like, figured out some of the reasons why Hearthstone, or he's, yeah. he's probably looked at Hearthstone since he's left and been like, this is probably why it's not in the same sort of social consciousness as it was when it yeah. launched. You know, when it launched, everyone was playing Hearthstone. Mm. So I, I can't think even he's imagine made, picking it up now. Made, I think... No, it's, it's, it's <sighs> impenetrable much. now. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I think they've made a good, good decision. And who knows, by... You know, in the next two, three months, Marvel Snap might not be played at all anymore because they've made some bad decisions on mm. seasons and people have fallen out of love with it. But right now, in this moment, it's fantastic. And I'm still it's actual it, so, yeah. crack cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine. It's a great game. <laughs> really, really good game. One of the best games you could play this year, and it's free. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, That's cool. three. Uh, my number two. Hang on. I need to timestamp this. Damn it. I had a timestamp pre-written and then we spoke longer than I thought. <laughs> oh, sorry. Apologies. I dare you. <laughs> uh, my number two is Tunic, which I'm sure you, you, you saw coming. Um, Wait, is that your number three? My number two. Oh, you're on two already. On sorry, two, I thought yeah. you were behind me. Okay. Uh, yeah, Tunic, Tunic yes. is a real special game that it feels, it's kind of weird because it feels like a lot of people have forgotten about it, which is understandable. It came out a good few months ago it's the short experience like 10 to 12 hours in the yeah. game not and again like it's not everyone's cup of tea it's However, 10 hours yeah you know, i think to just get to the end it can be about 10 hours maybe 15 okay i took way longer than that <laughs> okay maybe I, re I remembered wrong um <laughs> but if you don't know tunic is basically an homage to traditional uh zelda games uh, made by a single person slash a very very small team of people and it is just fantastic like mm -hmm. yeah I, I can't give this game enough praise from a visual point of view from an exploration point of view and also from a unique mechanic point of view um i think one of the coolest features of this game is that throughout the throughout your playtime you're picking up pages of a manual which yeah. teaches you how to play the game like a traditional manual you'd find at the back of a box of a physical game but what's amazing is that it's not that you pick up a manual and then all of a sudden this ability is unlocked it just tells you how to do it and you could do it the whole time um yep. so like i should 100 percent replay tunic knowing like oh i can do this from the get-go because it will obviously change how i unlock that game how I do the order i do certain puzzles um which i just yeah. i just can't give this game enough praise from specifically from a design point of view I think putting together a an overworld that connects the way it does and it still makes yeah. sense. It funnels players 
in certain ways without specifically telling them to go that way it's just it's genius like it's this, one big this, puzzle box this it's to me so it feels it's it's kind of like metroid dread but it's not quite the same but it's the same thing of metroid dread doesn't tell you you have to go it just it, okay metroid Dread's a bit more explicit like it puts you where you need to go but it's mm. still this it fits into this huge map and i'm like i can't imagine the logistic nightmare of pulling that off yeah um, and yeah. tunic is that uh but with way more flexibility on where you go and what you do um yeah yeah what a what a game and and just the fact that it's it's like the brainchild of one person like yeah, uh, obviously there phenomenal. are supports on this project but i can't imagine one person putting this game together and like nailing it this well so yeah i'm just glad it stuck the landing because it's been teased and shown in those little sizzle reels at xbox mm. conferences for years and it was like oh yeah it's a fox zelda mm. and when you start playing it the beginning is like oh yeah this is like a zelda mm. but then it's not yeah. and then that's when it gets so fucking industry like so interesting it's yeah. so it's way more than just like a Zelda clone, it actually borrows a lot from very popular puzzle games in yeah. very interesting ways. I, so, I think yeah, yeah uh, it's very on the nose of like, oh hey, it's it's tunic, but there's a fox. Um, yeah, I mean it's called yeah. tunic. He wears a green it's, tunic. Like, no, exactly. I mean, yeah, sorry, it's Link with the uh, as a fox. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. The game it goes places. It does yeah, some very in interesting, very things. interesting places, and mm. has mechanics that I hope other sort of like adventure games learn from. Mm. um in in the way that it it ex well not exploits but in the way that it uses exploration and um discovery so like intelligently mm. um yeah it's really good oh on that it's also front, really hard to describe this game without actually like spoiling, spoiling it like, anything. outright on, yeah. on that front it actually reminds me a lot of outer wilds where yes it gives 100%. you it almost ticks that same box or gives you the same sense of like aha <laughs> like other worlds is similar you you yeah. can always do those things you just exactly, don't yeah. know you can you and know and then when you figure it out you just you feel like a fucking g <laughs> yeah that's why in other worlds like you can boot up the game and finish the game like that immediately yeah. like you do not need to collect anything to mm. tunic not necessarily the same because there are certain they're, points they're that you need to get to stuff, yeah but you can get to those places way quicker when you have the knowledge of oh i know this ability i don't need to figure out that i need to know this ability you know? like i think one of the yeah. the best examples from right out the gate is that the game sort of funnels you to collect your sword but you oh, can yeah. you can completely just not do that you can finish the game without yeah. the sword which is which seems <laughs> insane because you think wait hold on how do i break these things in without the sword it's like you don't need to yeah, you can just figure out a way There's around it. There's a way it. around it. It's it's strange, but it exists. And like, that, that comes back to my point of design where it's just incredible. The level of thought that must have gone into, you know, looking at the bigger picture of, okay, if a player does A, then I want them to do go this way. If they do B, mm. they can go this way. If they want to do C, they can do that as well. I think I think one of the most like aha moments was when I had been I'd been following a path um, and I got to a room that was quite dark. And um, when I got in, there was an illuminated like um, passageway. So mm. I was like, cool, going to go there. I came back to that room about an hour or two later with a new item, mm. um, which was like a lantern. And as soon as I walked into a room, there's a doorway to the left. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what And it's there. there the whole time. Yeah. yeah. If I'd known that was there, I wouldn't need the lantern. I just go there mm. and it completely opens up like the map. Then yeah. suddenly like there's all these new places. to, And it's like, it's like, oh, 
okay, I understand what this game is doing. Like, yeah. I get it. It's so, so clever. Good. Yeah. Too damn clever. Cool. Well, um, I know what your number two is. Yes. I'm pretty sure you know what my number one is then by extension. Of course. Uh, <laughs> my number two is Elden Ring. Get out. Elden Ring I is a... <laughs> Elden Ring is a phenomenal game. Like, you know, to be honest, like between it and my number one, they almost on par. Mm-hmm. Um, which is strange because it took me a long time to get into Elden Ring. And I yeah. think that was down to the fact that I was playing it in such small chunks just because of other review games and time constraints or whatever that I couldn't really get into it. Like it mm-hmm. couldn't really like get its hooks into me. But then I think when you had finished it and most people on our Discord had finished it, um, then I was like, okay, I really need to just get stuck into this. And I started playing it. I had a weekend where I played it like nonstop. Mm. And then I took some leave. Well, I didn't take leave to play the game, but I had leave. <laughs> like I need to just keep <laughs> playing this, man. <laughs> this was in September. So this is way after the game has come yeah. out. Um, and I just played nonstop for a couple of days. Mm. And that's when I was like, holy shit, this game. Just like y- when you start playing for those extended periods, you start seeing the all the interconnectedness of the world. Mm. And the magic starts working on you because you're not stopping and starting and forgetting about certain things. Yeah. Just what an open world. It's indescribable how good that open world is. The way it flows from one area to the next, the way that you can get from places, you can get to places in completely different ways. Um, Like the Altus Plateau, there's like Mm. two distinct, very distinct ways you can get there. And you just kind of naturally figure out how three. to get there <laughs> three okay like, well i only no, thought there was two i only, I only learned of the third via speed running oh there's <laughs> one of those uh, portals that just just eats you up there oh one of those stupid little ones you find in the world like you get, okay. you get to volcano manor and you drop down there's a secret passage you're an altus plateau it's amazing oh, for fuck's sake it's too good um but you see it's stuff like that it's it's elden ring I think that the biggest question for Elden Ring going into it was, can From Software convert their very good sense of discovery and very good sense of level design, you know, in your in your Bloodborne mm. and your Dark Souls, where the discovery comes through finding shortcuts and finding interconnected passages to things you didn't think were even close to each other. How does that translate to an open world? And I think that's a difficult question to answer. And Elden Ring like nails it in every aspect. Mm. Like, yes, it is bigger. So you sometimes don't get the same sense of the tight corridorness of like a Bloodborne or Yarnum where you yeah. open a door and suddenly you're like, oh my God, I'm back here. You don't get yeah. that in Elden Ring because that sort of mechanic is tied into the regions themselves. Like the yeah. regions interconnect in very fascinating ways. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just think it's a phenomenal game. And, you know, even with the the open world stuff, it's a good from software game the combat yeah. is good the mm. the depth of the builds are good the bosses yes repeated quite a bit because of all the dungeons uh but at the same time the main bosses uh, even yeah. the side ones fucking phenomenal just mm. top tier like boss design like radagon at the end is just incredible they mm. they they do they pull off that trick again where you fight a boss for the first time you're like this is impossible mm. i do not actually see a way how to do this and after a couple of attempts, you start figuring out patterns, you start yeah. recognizing areas of opportunity, and then it becomes surmountable to the point where you are like not even taking a hit. And that mm. is 
the pureness best, of best the From Software game yeah. that I just love, and uh, Elden Ring delivers that in spades. So, yeah, I do want to play it again one day. Uh, like, uh, just Magic explore bolt. more of the story. Yeah, do a mm-hmm. do a different build because I I think my build is really fun, but I want to experiment with other builds. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's a great game, and I, I think it's going to be some time for an open world game to even come close to this sort of caliber because this is one of those special um lightning strikes once sort of yeah. games um Until that I don't, think, Ring I don't think any <laughs> a developer can play this like a development team can play this every day for a year and still mm. not learn the correct lessons from no. it well, this is an intuition sort of thing that exactly. cannot be taught yeah well i mean i suppose the cat's out the bag now my, my game of the year is none other than Elden ring and i oh, think let's keep talking about it i, love I it. mean god Elden ring it's i think just to to carry on where you spoke of now like there's a reason other games have tried to copy dark souls that formula but don't quite nail it because there's yeah. a specific feel there's like a i don't know there's a there's a secret source <laughs> that that from having their games that others just can't seem to replicate and i think the the biggest worry going into Elden ring was that thing of you know dark souls and bloodborne and all of these games are designed to be you know they they're not specific strictly linear but they are linear really like you're going from a to b and you can you know it's side sidetrack to one or two optional areas but you're still going you know the same specific order yes how do yeah. they take their good design those aha like world interconnected moments into an open world and mm. they did like Elden ring is the modern day breath of the wild i mean yeah. breath of the wild was revered for the thing of man it's an open world and i can go wherever the hell i want do whatever i want climb that mountain over there i mean your your tarnished player can't climb mountains but you can for all intents and purposes go wherever the hell you, you want. can try you can try <laughs> you can jump in this game which is new to to this whole franchise your it horse like can jump even your horse can Great. jump it sounds like such a dumb thing but it just opens up exploration and it it feels like the modern day breath of the wild because it is the thing of oh my god there's a cat <laughs> Yeah. She's coming can, to talk about the good breath of the wild. Yeah, she she knows. Hello. <laughs> you you know you you can go you can hit hit a boss and go. Mm, I'm just not feeling it, or I'm just not strong enough. I'm just gonna go somewhere else. The game yeah. lets you play it however you want, and I think the thing that blows me away is that this game clicked for way more people than I thought it would. Yeah, we yeah, know like so many so many more people. We know so many people who we're adamant mm, it's a dark souls game it's too difficult yeah. I'll, I'll i'll just never play it i mean we've got miklas we've got Kervin, we've got i've got a colleague um who i know he he doesn't like difficult games he he hates them he won't he, he'll try like a boss once die like that's not for me he played mm. Elden ring because of the harp and he loved it yeah um, yeah it's, and and I, th- and I think that comes down again to the open world nature it's like you can just not engage with the things you don't want to engage mm. with. And yes, there are blockers where it's like, well, you can't complete the game if you don't beat these bosses, but mm. there's so few that it's like, you can really just be like, cool, I'm going to come back to this in fucking 10 hours and smoke this guy because I'm way over leveled. It doesn't yeah. matter. Who cares? You, it's, it's a lot of freedom of play that other From Software games haven't afforded. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think that's why it's a big hit as well. Mm. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's good. so good. Like, I don't know where what, what does more? FromSoft go from. Well, okay, they're making Armored Core, but no, yeah. they'll, they'll where, a, where do they go from here? Be an Elden you know? DLC. I'm pretty sure there'll be. Yeah, I'm also I'm also certain 
there will be an Elden Ring DLC of some kind because it's like, if I'm not mistaken, most of their games have DLC. I think Sekiro is the it's only one that, that hasn't. Doesn't, yeah. Yeah, which is strange to me. And that could be because it was published by Activision and whatever, you know, you mm. know, deals and publishing deals. Um, but like Bloodborne got DLC, Dark Souls got two DLCs. Mm. Um Dark Souls 2 got two DLCs. Did Bloodborne um, get two DLCs? No, Bloodborne got one. One. Oh, uh, sorry, Dark I mean, Souls, Dark Souls Dark 3. Three, had Dark Souls two, yeah. 3 got two, yeah, and Dark Souls 2. I so, think yeah. that they release a Sekiro sequel at some stage. Maybe maybe not specifically Sekiro, that. but that same sort of combat. And then much know, later, we get an Elden Ring sequel. I wonder who owns the IP for that. Like, does Activision own the Sekiro IP or does FromSoft? Because if know. Activision does, what if Sekiro becomes an Xbox exclusive oh, no. when that deal, <laughs> if that oh deal God. closes? Now, that would be strange. It's um, this is crazy. Talk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm still of the opinion. I think we spoke about it a few weeks ago, but I, a Bloodborne 2 has to be. I also think I'm almost be certain that's yeah. being spoken about, if not already, like currently in pre-production of some kind. Like it just seems... And crazy open, to me that that would never happen. An open you know? world Bloodborne. Oh my mm. God. Mm. Just imagine that. That'll be uh, quite something. I'm keen. I'm fucking done. But I, I do think, yeah, an, an Elden Ring DLC, like a new region of some mm. kind. Um, and I think that probably takes a bit longer than the more self contained regions that they yeah. had in like a Dark Souls DLC. So, you know, if they're doing this DLC that they just put out and then an Armored Core and then maybe midway through next year or end of next year they announce Elden Ring DLC. Mm. I do think that's that's something that they can do. Fair. Yeah, but I don't think they can take too long. I don't think they can wait a year and a half and no. then be like Elden Ring DLC because people won't care at that point. No. Yeah. I mean, people will, but maybe less people. But Elden yeah. Ring's my game of the year. It's not your game it's of the a, year. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal game of the year. Um, let me just remove this cat from the table again because she's an actual menace. No, don't hold on to my microphone. <laughs> look at her. She's she's the real Elden Ring boss. Oh my god, look at that absolute unit. Can you hear the furry? <laughs> no, no. No, I think my I think that thing's cutting up the That's so funny. Yeah. Well, we all know what your number wants. one is. Well, cats, I know. yes. Cats. Um, I know what your number one <clears> is. Yeah, my number one is Tunic. That shouldn't be a shock. I think I've said this for fucking months on this podcast have, that yeah, it's probably going to be. This is a hill you've yeah. not died on. Like, Tunic's my number one. That's not changing. I, there, there's no game this year that... <clears throat> I mean, like I said, Elden Ring came close. And mm. Elden Ring's probably up there on another day. Um, but Tunic just enraptured me in a way that a game hasn't in a very long time. And mm. it's sort of the the epitome of this is what you know it's it's interesting that games can still do this to someone who's played so much you've seen so mm. much you know a lot of things don't surprise you anymore and tunic was just a surprise from start to finish like yeah it started out as oh this is going to be a fun zelda game but then it turns into this wildly intricate puzzle game um that just I think it's so respectful of its players. It respects your intelligence mm -hmm. and it expects you to get things. And, yeah. and I think that's so rare in games for good reason. You know, game people want people want their games to be completed, but at the expense of everything being spoon fed to you in a yeah. way. So I think Tunic finds this really right balance of being approachable, but Still, you need to figure some shit out. You need to start yeah. thinking really carefully about what the information that's being fed to you. Um, so yeah, I think that in-game 
manual is a perfect that's like the genius the, mechanic. The perfect dis- distillation of that because mm. it's just like you get a page it explains a mechanic cool a few hours later you go back to the page you're like wait a minute i've seen this little scribble on the side i've seen that somewhere mm. or oh i understand now what that scribble means when it was putting yeah. arrows and stuff it's like oh that's actually like a secret code to open this thing yeah you know it it's just so clever it it gives you so much information without you even knowing it and it waits for you to get to the point where you can understand what you're being told mm. um in the same it's almost like learning a language um so it's the reason why i keep saying this game probably learned a, a ton from fez because fez was very much uh, the same sort of thing yeah um and i think if you enjoy tunic you should 100% play fez and vice versa um yeah tunic's just great uh, they'll probably never make a sequel to this and that's fine it mm. is perfect as it is um yeah. and i just wish more people played it because mm. it is very evident from the game awards that not enough people journalists specifically played tunic yeah um because i think it would be it would have been far more revered if they had yeah um yeah it's a great game i think you should play it it's on game pass still so like just give it a go um and it's also on like every platform now i think it launched on game yeah Pass they, they put it on, on playstation to, on yeah. switch as well now. i think it's on um, switch switch is like the perfect platform for it man switch seems yeah. perfect yeah, yeah switch seems really good but i'm glad it came to playstation because yeah more people get to play it and mm. i think it is very very special it, it holds a special place in my heart similar to where like hollow knight does where it's like there is no other game like this. You know, mm. there are games that inspired this 100%, yeah. but there's no this game. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, very, very special game. Um, I would like to play it again one day just to kind of see how it feels with, mm. like, the knowledge of how things work. Um, but I've watched some speedruns of Tunic because people can really break the game in very interesting ways because they can completely break the sequence of things and yeah. the game accommodates that and it's just it's so clever like it's, it's the clever. sort of it's the sort of game design you will not see very often so yeah it's real good real yeah. real, real good um yes, also mean, got quite a sad story i won't lie you mentioned um, uh, hollow knight we can tell you that our game of the year next year is the silk song silk song yeah i can, can confirm it right now <laughs> Uh, and if Silk Song doesn't release next year, we are canceling the podcast. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Sure, okay. Uh, Fuck, I can't wait for Silk Song. Oh my Even God. Me. That has I'm to be next year. So, so ready for that game to be in my life. Um, uh, a quick, I really hope it's not a disappointment. A quick sidebar. You know, we okay, listeners, we, we had the Game Awards recently. We obviously haven't spoken about yes. all the trailers that came out of it. But no one told me that Earthblade got a trailer. The the people who made Celeste. There Wait, was a trailer. What? Yeah, there was a trailer for Earthblade at the Game Awards. I Hold saw throw, throw that thing up right now. I saw I not wanna, a, I watch not it right a now. single person speak about it. But what you know, the fuck? But you know why no one's talking about it? Because at the end they say release date twenty twenty four. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's still uh, far away. I mean, to be it's fair, that's closer than I thought because when they first announced Earthblade, they said this game is so early. Like, do not expect updates on this for a long time. So, I'm surprised we even got a trailer. Um, uh, I'm fucking so ready for that. Oh, my God. So, it's... it's What's the studio called? Totally Okay Games or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. To- no, it's totally... I don't know. So, sorry. Audio yeah, it's something we, like that. It looks very... 
you so if, you can't hear the audio, but it sounds very much like a Celeste soundtrack. It's got very I, I similar. Think, I think uh, Lena Rain is doing mm. the soundtrack. Yeah. Josh, so this game's coming in 2024. Like, why did no one tell me there's a trailer? Um, it looks, this looks a lot. Well, like it's 2D. It's got the same sort of like art vibe that Celeste mm. does. It's but more, as far as I know, this is an action game. It's slightly like Celeste was very much pixel heavy. This seems it's still like 2D, but it's not as pixel. This looks like sense. the Celeste people made a Metroidvania. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck. I can't wait. It's 2024, Fuck. man. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just watching this. This looks so good. Yep. And no oh, one, no one, so... no one said a thing. I was like, how? Imagine I'll... a me- a Metroidvania with the sort of platforming feel of Celeste. Yeah. And then you know the sensibilities. The. Oh but god. last night I was just going because I, I I missed all the I mean I didn't miss the announcements but I, I didn't watch any of the trailers so last night's in bed I was just watching trailers going through a roundup article it's like oh yeah Earthblade I was like what, what I, I, I didn't see a single this thing looks incredible <laughs> I can't oh, I'm so keen I'm so keen yeah, this okay is a, sorry we're just freaking out about that now but nice 2024 oh Earthblade let's go yeah I'm ready Silk Song. Oh yeah, extremely okay games. That's yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. So Silk cool. Song next year, then Earthblade 2024. 2024, confirmed. Before we, before we go though, we do have some submissions of listener uh, Game of the Year lists, which I'd like to go through quickly. So do you have anything else to add before we, we go? No, I was just giving love to my cat. <laughs> You give love to your cat while I timestamp this. Fucking, this, this <laughs> fucking cat doesn't want my attention when I want to give it to her. But now that I'm recording a podcast, she's like, I'm going to come walk on your fucking keyboard. Classic cat behavior. So we have a tweet from Good Guy Malesh on Twitter who says, well, he's, he initially said, uh, I'm not sure I can participate because majority of the games I completed this year were not 2022 releases. Oh, that's fine. We, we, we don't judge her. I mean, last year, I think my number two was Out of Wilds. And that came out not last year. <laughs> yep, exactly. So my favorite games played in 2022, not ordered. Red Dead Redemption 2, Ghost okay. of Tsushima, Guardians of the Galaxy, God of War Ragnarok, and a lesser known one, a really interesting and novel puzzle game called The Pedestrian. I actually want to play oh, The Pedestrian. Oh, I've heard of Pedestrian, I, yeah. Is that the yeah. one where you the little like stick figure... Sort of, yeah, and you're kind Walking, of like not stick figure. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you're, you're kind of like moving between signs mm. and signals. Um, yeah, it, I, I've seen a lot of it. I haven't haven't played it, but I've heard it's quite good. Mm. Uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, good game. Can see that being game of the year. Red Dead Redemption Two. I just can't wrap I can't, my head around playing this game. Ever. I can't get into I it. I have I've no tried. desire. I, I just cannot get into it. Um, which is a bummer. Um. But yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I mean, a lot of people enjoy it, mm. so we are definitely the minority in that. Um, uh, Garden, what was the other one? Ghost Garden, of Tsushima. Guardians of the Galaxy. Which I oh, that one's also good. Mm. Also good. Uh, Ray, I didn't vibe with it as hard as it seemed most people did, but I thought it was way better than it had any right to be, mm. uh, considering what it was we a, saw. The best Assassin's Creed open world game. Yeah. Wait, are we talking oh, about wait, Guardians? Sorry, sorry. you're talking about Tsushima. Guardians. Sorry, I got mixed yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. I still need to play Guardians. Uh, I mean, Ghost of Tsushima is fucking brilliant as well. It's the mm. best Assassin's Creed game uh, ever. ever so. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, cool. Then on Instagram, we have a message from good guy Gary Geek Physique who says AC Valhalla and MLB The Show 22 for outdoor gaming. AC Valhalla is a good game. That's not my favorite game, but I, I know lots of people lose hours upon hours in that world. Um, MLB The Show, I can't say I'm a big baseball fan, but I know MLB. Yeah. MLB being on Game Pass will forever blow my mind because it's it is it's quite fascinating plays, that again, it's on game pass and it's a sony published game yeah, that's yeah. that's crazy and then we have one last message from another good pal mickert 0707 old miklos who just says oh. elden ring elden ring elden ring and elden ring <laughs> no shock there but he's a good example of someone who was very much anti from software like no games yeah. are too hard and he i think if i recall he says he has played like dark souls and just yeah he, he had given them it. a go and just just never got into it and like he had to be I, I, I don't think we like forced him but we sort of convinced him that like oh this is different. oh whatever i hold the gun yeah. to his head i said you've all played this game <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, um, please. and now since then he's gotten into bloodborne he's mm. loving bloodborne um He's got the sickness now. He's even it's, looking at Lords of the Fallen. It's, it's a slippery slope, yeah. Next thing you know, yeah. he's going to be playing Dark Souls 3, then Sekiro. It's Fuck, crazy. Dark Souls 3 is so fucking good. Oh my it's god. good. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah, just I play need, Dark Souls 3 instead of Lords of the Fallen. I, like, I need to play Dark Souls 3 again. That's one from game I've only played once. fucking incredible. I loved it. Oh, my God. Yeah. What a game. I played that last year, earlier this year. Mm. I, I can't you, remember. Was, I think was it was earlier this year. Ago, yeah. It was... What a game. Oof. Phenomenal game. It was this year. It was right, right at the beginning of this year. Yeah, I, I think it was on my list. That, that's why a lot of my list is stuff that's not released from this year. So I, yeah. I distinctly remember being away and thinking to mm. myself, oh, I can't wait for you to get to the dancer, the boss. Uh, <laughs> and then like, I killed her first time. I was like, what? You were like, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> can't believe this <laughs> but then i struggled with so many other bosses so yeah, yeah. That, that's no, that's that the game. thing of like builds favoring certain bosses yeah absolutely absolutely i mean the, the point to which i getting up to the dancer when i had to go through that like frosty city i was having the worst time it was just horrible it was very very difficult there um mm. but <laughs> other than that yeah <laughs> yeah I, I literally fucking hate it here everything is one-shotting me i hate it here um game is fucking great yeah cool that is all the submissions we have and that is our game of the year discussion damn we went for an hour and 10 minutes i told you you were like oh this will be within an hour hour. i mean not a chance yes we like to speak not a chance i know i know Um, but i suppose speak about good games we do suppose it's a good time to tell people though that this is the last episode for the year yes um Um, sandy's abandoning us i will not be here I'll uh, literally not be here for another weekend. So, I do not yeah. know when we'll start next year, but I obviously will put that out on social media when yeah. we're ready to come back after our nice Yeah, I mean, we, we'll discuss it. Um, it depends on breaks. I'm good to go the second, well, the first. Oh, the second of January. No, well, the, 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 fir- <laughs> the first weekend in Jan. Um, yeah. Because the first of Jan is on a Sunday. So the weekend after I'd be ready to go, but I don't know when Matty's on leave and I don't know if we want to take another week. Because to be fair, I don't want to come back and be like, yeah, I was on holiday. I didn't play many games because I'm probably not going to play yeah. anything now. So like play that the doesn't holiday make sense. Game. 
Yeah. Matty can talk for an hour and a half and I'll just listen. I've, I've got stuff to play. I, I can tell you about all the different pizzas I've eaten. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> cool. All the different flavors of gelato I've had. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> but that's it. That's episode 210. Ten. Yeah, it's been a banger yeah. of a year. Um, mm-hmm. We hope you have enjoyed um, all of the content throughout the year and we're going to be back better than ever next one to do this all again i guess um Mm -hmm. yeah thank you so much for your support throughout the year even if this is your first episode (laughs) you're (laughs) you are appreciated and we thank every single one of you for listening Mm -hmm. to this because it it really means the world to us so yeah Mm. um have a fantastic festive period if you celebrate or you don't i hope everyone gets some good time off Mm. be safe um eat all of the food eat all of the good food uh enjoy the quiet roads in joburg as everyone oh, yeets bless. themselves off to cape town absolute um, bliss it is beautiful it is really <laughs> nice that that is the biggest hidden secret is joburg in december is actually mm. fucking incredible it's really nice uh, so yeah. yeah cool uh and we will be back next year in 2023 at some point or episode 211 that's the one <laughs> yeah Sweet. Thank you so much, everyone. We will see you then. Goodbye. Bye.